Welcome to the Ford Iron Podcast. We're here to help men understand their biblical roles, pursue Christ with unwavering courage in every aspect of their lives. Welcome to the Ford. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fort Iron Podcast, fortironministries.com. Man, dude, everything that is going on has just been so, it's such a God thing, it's insane. Um, just the way this is, is going, um, getting feedback from you guys um, on what to do, um, the the retreat coming up, just, I'm personally, I'm excited for all of it, and I can't wait. Um, I love being mentored by Jason and Carl. I love getting to hang out with Gunny. Um, I, I love getting to pour into you guys. And hopefully that's what, what's going to happen through this podcast here. Um, Cause we're going over apologetics. One of my favorite things. Now this is just a quick hitter, um, you know, 15 minute drive to work intro to apologetics. Uh, the, the real meat of it uh, part that I'm super excited about um, will be episode five and six coming up. <clears throat> Carl, um, I believe is going over the science part of it. Just, you know, different things within the uh, natural sciences that prove the existence of a creator. Um, and Gunny going over, you know, some things of historical relevance, you know, um, evidence and archaeological digs, things like that, like just absolute my favorite things to listen to. Uh, you you can get on my uh, YouTube channel and it's just full of it. It's great. Um, but today, so the intro here to the little apologetic series. So what is it? What is apologetics? Apologetics, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is a reasoned argument or writings in justification of something. So a reasoned argument. We get the word apologetics from the Greek word apologia, which means speech, bleh, speech defense. Same definition there. So a reasoned argument. What, what's that? Argument that's based around facts. That's what I, that's what I would assume. So, uh, so why apologetics? Um, for me, it's all in Matthew 22. Love, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, all your mind. Um, and there's so much to that last one. You know, love the Lord your God with your mind. Uh, just studying the word of God. Um, like we talked about, we're taught, told to be, to uh, go and make disciples. So in order to make something, you have to be one of them, I believe. If I want to go in my garage and make something out of wood, I first need to study woodworking. Um, so if I'm going to be a disciple, first I need to study the master um, and learn from him, gain knowledge, gain biblical education on that. And that that that's the why of apologetics for me. Um, and the other guys aren't here, but through our group discussions, that's the same for them as well. You know, loving the Lord with your mind is, you know, knowing God, knowing the word, knowing different secular arguments that they're they're trying to use to disprove God, which just ends up being a uh, what's well, a Dr. Frank Turek um, 
apologist. He, him and Norman Geisler wrote the book. I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. He calls it the roadrunner tactic, you know, talking in circles, a self-defeating argument. Um, so, so it's good to, to know those things. Um, so when you're in conversation, you can point it out and be like, Hey bud, but that doesn't make sense to try to get to a reasoned argument. Um, so does the Bible tell us that we should do that? Does the Bible say anything about, um, you'll see it, defending the faith? Actually, it does. You'll, you'll hear a lot of guys say, well, no, you don't have to debate everybody and you don't have to be argumentative as a Christian man to talk to atheists and stuff like that. That is true. A hundred percent true. First Peter 3.15, always be ready to give a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that you have that is in you. A lot of uh, YouTube apologists and you know evangelicals on the street who are street preaching and stuff, that they'll stop right there when they talk about uh, apologetics from what I've seen. The next verse, I believe, is just as important as the first. Do this with gentleness and respect. I haven't seen a debate, I don't know, since ever that's had any sort of respect in it for, for either side. Whatever they're arguing, there's been no respect. Trump, Hillary Clinton, uh, Kamala Harris, and uh, Tulsi Gabbard, you, you name it. There's no respect from either side. So if we're going to engage into these conversations that way, um, do it with gentleness and respect. Peter tells us to. The dude learned and hung out with Jesus and was in his ministry until the day that Jesus passed. And then he came back and continued to teach him. So if he tells me to do something, I'm going to do it. Um, gentleness and respect. Um, the world is so argumentative over truth, like we discussed in, in the last podcast. You know, we can't just go and say, you know, if someone asks, well, well why do you believe the Bible? No, the Bible tells me to believe it. My pastor told me to believe it. Well, that's how I was raised. My parents did that. That's not good enough for some, some of these people. And instead of, well, the Bible tells me so, and them saying, oh, well, that's not, that's stupid. That's just a book. Oh, well, I was raised that way. Okay, well, I was raised atheist, so I'm right. You're not right. Well, somebody's right. Um, so instead of having to tuck tail and walk away from that conversation, no seed planted, that that person walks away with their chest puffed out. They're like, yeah, got that Christian. Boom. On to the next one or whatever. I don't think that way. All the men at Fort Iron don't think that way. Heck, dude. My wife... And I think I can speak for Jason. I know Jason's wife doesn't. They are, if the mission is in front of you, the mission is going to get completed. And 
I will burn the candle at both ends. Light both of it, hold it in the middle. When that candle burns out, I'll grab another candle. Light both ends again. Um, that's just how I am. With everything going on in the world, do you want to leave that conversation ended? I don't. I do not want to have someone walk away from me that I know doesn't know Jesus who ask legitimate questions like, well, why do, why do you believe the Bible? I don't want them to walk away from me with no answer. I don't want them to walk away feeling disrespected or feeling like I was a mean Christian. Can I be a mean Christian? Absolutely. Can I show disrespect all the time? Is it something every single one of us need to work on? Yes. Um, speak for myself. First and foremost on that one. But when someone asked that, why do you believe the Bible? I haven't found a better quote or a better explanation than Vody Bauckham. I choose to believe the Bible because it is a reliable collection of historical documents written down by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses. They report supernatural events that took place in the fulfillment of specific prophecies and claim that their writings are divine rather than in human origin. One of two things is going to happen. That person is going to be like, I'm out. That's too much for me. Or they're going to be like, what do you mean by that? And then you can go in and go break it down. I choose to believe the Bible. I don't have to believe it. I choose to. And then you can say, your personal testimony. That's where we need to work in being able to give our testimony in three to five minutes um, like that. This is why I choose to believe the Bible because I've seen supernatural things or I have asked for this and I've had traumatic experience. Whatever your testimony is, you can give it right there, explaining that little, um, this is why I choose. And we're like, well, what about the collection of historical documents? We'll get into this a whole lot more in the next podcast, I promise. Um, but you can just go in and say, like, there. if you take any of the Gospels and put it to the same test, you take Christian, secular, whatever, you take the Gospels, you take Socrates, you take Homer's Iliad, you take whatever else, you put all of them through the same test. They all come up reliable. Without a benefit of a doubt, these people wrote them. This stuff actually happened. Um, and we can, we can go into all of this, you know, supernatural events that were in fulfillment of specific prophecies. I mean, Jesus fulfilled, uh, what was it, six, eight prophecies on the day he was born. Seed of seed of David in in Bethlehem from Nazareth, like there there's numerous there's numerous ones. Try not to give away too much for the next episode here, but it is insane the amount of prophecies that Jesus fulfilled in his lifetime. Um, one number I heard was the 
probability of just one man fulfilling any, let alone hundreds of these prophecies, was one to the 47th power. That's one with 47 zeros behind it. Bro, I don't need, what is that? A gigamillitron? I don't know. It sounds like a transformer if you try to say what that actual number is. It is, it's amazing. Jay Warner Wallace said, if skeptics were willing to give the Gospels the same benefit of the doubt, they are willing to give other ancient texts, the Gospels would easily pass the test of authorship. If you can explain these things, get you a couple to keep in your back pocket. We're, we're going to put out some resources on the Facebook page and also on our uh, website, FortIronMinistries.com. Kind of just like a quick reference guide to some very basic apologetics, conversation, starters, answers to common questions asked by these people. Um, like conversations will either plant a seed or they'll destroy the garden. You can either show respect, go into a conversation that is going good and then turns where you can tell they're about to, nah, I'm going to prove you wrong type attitude. And you can either be gentle, be kind, be loving, and let them know they're wrong by just giving facts of the matter. You can do it in kindness. Or you can be argumentative. You can lose the entire conversation that way, plant no seeds, And walk away. Luke 10 2 tells us the harvest is plentiful and the workers are few. If we are going to work for the kingdom, we should all be disciples. If we are all going to be disciples, we need to be being discipled by someone, someone older than us, someone more spiritually mature than us. I won't necessarily say older. Um, but you need that person who is pouring into you and then in turn, have you pour into somebody else, but also that mentor who is discipling you needs to be testing you. Hey man, we're going to go down to a uh, waffle house. We're going to pray over our waitress. You're going to pray over the waitress. You need to have someone that's pushing you outside of your comfort zone for the kingdom. That's the reason I pray over people now. Because Carl Cohen, if you haven't had the absolute honor to go to dinner with Carl Cohen, let me tell you how it goes. You sit down, you're having a normal conversation, your waitress walks up. Hey, what can I get you to drink? Carl don't say nothing about the drink. He goes, first thing, I need your name and how can I pray for you? Because we're going to pray before we eat. And that that happens before you get a drink order in. Before you can say, oh, I want a sweet tea. And can we get some uh, butter for our rolls? Carl's like, how can I pray for you? Have somebody in your life that is going to push you to educate yourself on the word of God. Someone who's going to push you to use that knowledge to further the kingdom of God. I am so proud to have men like that in my life. And I hope you guys do. 
And if you don't, find some. I'm sure they're in your local church. There's other local men's ministries that you can be a part of with someone that you can get close to. You just have to take the first step to get out of your comfort zone. Um, with that being said, uh, for the next two podcasts, history and science, diving in on it. We have, uh, we have a couple of people that have uh, booked in for the March retreat. Um, we're actually opening it up to some to some other guys. It is, oh man! So y'all just stay tuned. Towards the middle of March, we'll have you know some videos and, and some other content you know from the retreat coming out. So excited! Can't wait for that. That's all we got for the Fort Iron Ministries podcast this week on apologetics. Looking forward to uh, being with Carl and Jeremy to go over the science and the history side of some apologetics. It's going to be good stuff. Y'all can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Like and subscribe. Um, also, you can get our weekly devotionals on FortIronMinistries.com. And, of course, thanks for hanging out with us at the Fort. Welcome to the Ford Iron Podcast. We're here to help men understand their biblical roles, pursue Christ with unwavering courage in every aspect of their lives. Welcome to the Ford.